I've been married for 20 years and the questions I get a lot is about what to do when you've in this really freaking heated argument and when like shit's hitting the fan and you're really like at each other's throats. And so I answer a lot of those questions. But also, I'm going to be honest, the thing that people don't really ask about that I think is actually the most imperative is about the bickering. When you're just arguing about silly crap and every day you end up just like really kind of treating each other like brother and sister and you're arguing over silly things or what may actually seem silly at the time like um you know who's going to do the dishes and things like that i mean i'm not even going to go through a list but you get the point but i actually think guys the small arguments aren't those the ones that really end up breaking us like when we first get together with someone they're like oh it's kind of cute it's a little annoying that they snore but it is what it is and then by year 10 you know you're no longer just bickering about them snoring you're like outright mad and furious at them that their snoring is so annoying and it's keeping you awake that now it's become a massive argument so how the hell do you make sure that you don't get to that point because right now you guys may literally dismiss the fact that they're small things and that's the thing that i think is the biggest mistake to make so me and the hubby today on relationship theory go over all the details of how you make sure that you're always freaking aligned with your partner that you're creating these shared missions and your lives together instead of bickering over and over again about silly things that end up honestly in a few years becoming the actually the thing that breaks your relationships back so if you want to find out how the hell you stop bickering today's episode is just for you and guys honestly i really would appreciate if you could share this episode or subscribe leave a review let me know what you think i really am trying to spread the word about impact and how in relationships especially it is imperative that we stay on the same page as our partners so so guys share this with your partner and let's go Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Relationship Theory. I'm your co-host Tom Bilyeu. I'm here with my beautiful wife Lisa and we're about to answer your questions. What's up baby? What is up? Let's dive right in. Let's do it. My wife has fixed mindset in multiple facets and I'd like to teach my children a better way of thinking. Outside of leading by example, what is the best way to get my wife on board and lead by example as well? Outside of leading by example. Um, I, I think he's trying to frame the question in a way that basically makes it about the wife. From what I understand is, yeah, he has a growth mindset. His right, wife but the, doesn't have literally the only way is going to be to lead by example. So lead by example. Um, if you're battling against your wife, though, this is always going to be a nightmare. And it really, oh, God, kids complicate everything. Um, he, he and his wife have got to get on the same page. They have to. And so just like we talked about at the very top of the episode about how to approach somebody who doesn't have a growth mindset, work with them to get one. I mean, make it like the most glorious journey together. It's not judgmental. It's not an ultimatum. It's like we're going to go on this together. And um, every now and then someone will ask a question. It makes me think of Casper Craven and his wife and how they were basically about to get a divorce. And they thought, you know what, before we do that, let's just sit down and write out what is the mission of our family? What is the mission of our relationship? Like, what are we trying to do? And they said that like out of a hundred things, 99 of them did not line up. He wanted to do all this stuff. She wanted to do all that stuff. And he was like, whoa, there is 
no overlap, except for this one thing, and that was to create memorable experiences for the family. They both could agree on that. So we said, rad, that is the center of our universe right now. And so he ends up positioning his business so that I can run without him. They save up for like three years and buy a boat, and they sail around the world for like two years to create these memorable experiences as a family. It brings them together, transforms their marriage. I mean, just like this incredible story but all because they said, we're not on the same page, but we're committed to getting on the same page, but we're gonna be really raw and honest and truthful about how far apart we are right now. Not lie or bullshit, what's the actual bit of common ground? And from that one out of 100 thing, they ended up completely transforming their marriage. Mm. But they did it in a fun way where they were like, this is our mission statement, and they put it up on the wall, and they talked about it as a family, and like really made it the center of their universe. Um, how do you though equate that to, let's say, the growth or fixed mindset? Because that's really like, how do we live our lives? Well, so it goes back to what I was saying about the value systems, like getting together and having fun together, defining the values of the relationship, defining the values of each of us as a person. And, you know, just, I don't think a lot of people really talk through, like, what are the core values in my life? Like, what do I actually believe in? What, do I, what would I stand up for? What are the things that I'm living by that I don't even necessarily think about? You know, I think so many people take things um, for granted. They think that it's just truth and they don't realize that a lot of these things they've collected and decided on and, you know, have sort of accidentally been building their entire belief and value system around since they were a little kid. And so stopping and writing them down and saying, here are mine, the five or ten things that I, you know, would, would stand up for and I would fight for and my life wouldn't be what I wanted to be without these. And, and then they may also find, oh, here are some things that I do that I actually don't really care about. And when things like, if my best friend and my husband come into conflict and they each need me to do something for them of equal importance, who would I do if I could only do one? You know, like really getting clarity on that. And then it's like, well, I would do it for my husband. Why? Because my husband is my highest priority. Okay, well, that's interesting. Now we have a value. What would I do if it was for my husband or my kid? and I could only do one, and they were of equal value. Would I do it for my kid, for my husband? Now we know, right? Whatever the answer is, now you know. And talking about that stuff openly and making sure that everybody's in agreement, because people are going to act in accordance with that anyway. And so once you define it, it's out in the open, then it becomes a lot easier to deal with. Mm, yeah, and I think for me and you, what, like, so we don't have kids, in case people don't know. Um, but if we did, I would sit down with you and I would have us write out a list. What are big no's on how to discipline our children, for instance, right? Are you okay with spanking? Am I okay with spanking? Um, Should we really rile people up? I'll answer that question. Go on. Um, I am okay with spanking. I got spanked a lot, a lot, um, and it didn't create resentment in me. It didn't make me dislike my mom. I loved my mom. I always felt loved by her. And yeah, I've always felt like if I didn't have that, I think I would have become a discipline problem. Mm. But this is one of the reasons I'm glad I don't have kids. But here's the thing though, explaining why I think is also important, right? Because Yeah, but I still think if I spanked my kid in public, all legal hell would break yes, loose. Yes, it would. But I'm saying for the people listening, if they were going to, um, I guess, like if they've got kids, I think it's important to explain to the other person why you believe in that. Because then it just doesn't become like, oh, you're dogmatic. Because I had, I was spanked right. and so that's what I'm going oh, to do. Oh, yeah. So I, you actually have a reason, yep. and a, which I have to take seriously, even if I disagree with you. So we would... You're thinking people are completely rational. 
I, th I think on this kind of thing, people are super dogmatic about I'm it. Saying, but I guess I'm laying out me and you, if we were to have kids, how would we handle situations? Mm. And it's like, get on the same page. Okay, how do you get on the same page? Line things up. What do you think about disciplining? How do I feel about discipline? Um, and really, we do this with everything, whether it's like the house or the business, or it's like, okay, well, which one actually feels stronger? Mm. You know, and it's like, is it a veto thing? Where it's like, no, there is no way that, like, let's say I have one veto chip. Okay, spanking is off the table. Like, that is something I feel so strongly about, but now I have no more veto chips. So, right, you can work things out, or you can say, okay, well, I actually don't like spanking, but what if we just left it to, like, spanking the butt, right? But, you know, and so having those conversations, figuring out how you can be on the same page mm -hmm. with everything, with the way you discipline your children, with how you're going to educate them, how you're going to encourage them. When they fall, are, they, are you the parent that's going to run and pick them up, wipe their tears and tell them to be okay? Or are you the parent that says, no, leave them, they have to feel the pain because then they can see that they can get over it and become, mm. be fine as it is. But you have to discuss those situations so that when it happens, when the kid falls, you don't have one parent running, the other parent pulling the parent back. And now what's the kid seeing? The kid is seeing the fact that both of you don't agree. And so they're going to be confused. So it's like making sure you're on the same page, whatever that looks like, whether it is spanking or not spanking or right. any type of thing. So. Truth.